Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner from Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern from Talent Teams Consulting. And today we are blessed to have two of our fellow uh, Gallup and Grow certified coaches with us. I have the pleasure of introducing Cindy Butts. Cindy is obsessed with people <laughs> and their talents and how they show up in the world with those talents. She's the founder of Grow With Your Strengths, a Gallup certified strengths coach, an ACE certified coach, and has worked in HR leadership roles in the well-being industry for her entire career. Her expertise in facilitating engaging, lively, and memorable workshops and team conversations supports support companies and teams to develop their talent, raising the bar for their individual and collective performance. Cindy lives in beautiful Barrington, Rhode Island, a fellow New Englander. I'm so happy to have her here. And her work <laughs> takes her across the country, both in person and on Zoom. And I want to thank Cindy for making the time to join, uh, join us today, though I know that the theme we're going to talk about today <clears throat> is right up her alley and involves lots of people. And we'll get to that in a minute. Jen, would you like to introduce our other guest? Absolutely. Welcome, Cindy. I'm so glad to be here. Great. So it's my privilege to introduce you to Bria Roper. So Bria is a fellow Eat It, Grow, and Gallup certified coach also, like Chad said. She's high energy, and you're going to see that in a minute. Extremely knowledgeable and truly delighted by finding hidden talent in people so they can reach their full um, unrealized potential. Bria has been drinking the strengths Kool-Aid, as we say, for over 20 years now, and she decided to go all in about seven years ago when she got certified by Gallup and launched her company, Strength and Story. So in addition to her full-time work as a consultant and facilitator and coach, she also is an international speaker and published author. She's been featured on stages and pages across the US and Europe, including a castle in Ireland. I'm so excited to hear about this. And pages of Success Magazine. And now, The Thoughtful Talent Show. <laughs> Welcome, Bria. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> So today we're, we brought these two with us because we want to talk about the Clifton Strengths talent theme of woo. So before we jump in, I wanted to see where this falls for the two of you. Uh, Bria, let's start with you. Where is this in your top five? Number two. This is number two. And Cindy? It's number five, but people often say that it's probably my number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We hear that so often about people's top fives and definitely when they're these um, influencing strengths, right? Mm. So yeah, let Chad, um, we'd love to hear what Gallup has to say for the short description of the Wu theme. Yeah, so I'll read that in a second, but I think it's, it's worth noting here <laughs> that we have Wu people on right ahead of the Gallup Summit. So all four of us oh, are yes. going to be joining about eight to 900 other Gallup enthusiasts and fellow coaches. <laughs> um, so if you hear us reference the summit, that's what we're talking about. We're going to the Gallup Summit um, that's going to be uh, June uh, 5th through the 7th. Yeah. Um, and all of us are, are looking forward to going. So I just, I thought that was an interesting tie into today's recording. We're going to obviously be re releasing this just after the summit. Um, once we all had a, a blast um, learning and and seeing Wu in action. <laughs> so uh, with that said, I did want to get uh, the official uh, Gallup description on uh, the recording and to start us off on our conversation. So Gallup defines this theme, the Wu theme as follows. People exceptionally talented in the Wu theme love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. 
they derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with another person. Hence, why they are going to be awesome people to know when we go to the summit. <laughs> yes. So, um, so before we get to the summit, and uh, and we'd like to know a little bit about how this shows up for each of you. So, uh, Bri, I'm going to start with you, and just could you tell us not so much the positive and negatives because we'll get to that in a minute, but just sort of how does this show up? How does this team? kind of throw itself into the world and interact with others, um, both at your individual and, and within your sort of social circles. Yeah. I mean, how does it not? It's, <laughs> it's all, it's always on, you know, um, the, the way that it shows up is a lot of energy, a lot of social energy. Um, so the summit is, is exciting. I remember, the first time I went to the summit um, was right after my certification with Gallup. I was in person in Omaha, very intensive week, long days, lots of learning, like learning from a fire hydrant. And <laughs> literally like that night started the summit with, I think there were over a thousand people there at, in a conference center, which sounds like to a lot of people, like their worst nightmare. And I had so much energy. I was like, like just going. So, and I didn't know anyone. I had just gotten certified. I was brand new to Gallup and didn't know anyone. And it was like my best life. So that's how it shows up every day. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The more people, the better. And the more people that are new, the better. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Bri, I, I want to clarify something you've shared with me before that I thought was, uh, might be really informative for people listening and maybe even learning their, their strengths for the sure. first time. Um, you've talked to me a little bit about when going through the pandemic um, mm. that you actually needed to find opportunities to actually get out and sort of woo or, or, yeah. or use that theme. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Because I, I know you've told me, but our yeah. listeners haven't. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, every talent theme brings something, right. It contributes something and it needs something in order to be strong and to be healthy. It needs mm -hmm. something. Um, so woo brings a lot of social energy, you know, and a lot of um, connections with new people. And in the pandemic, I mean, there was no natural, naturally occurring um, opportunity, you know, for, for that on a regular basis. So I had to go out and find it. Um, and even today, still, if I feel like my day doesn't uh, provide opportunities for Wu to really thrive and shine, um, I go back to something that I learned in the pandemic, which was um, going to a drive-through, <laughs> you know, because I couldn't go in places anymore. I couldn't go work, you know, at a coffee shop or whatever. Um, so I go, go through a drive-through and just woo the heck out of whoever was <laughs> taking my order, you know? Um, but it starts from the speaker, you know, when they say whatever they're going to say that they say to everybody, you know, and you can tell that they're just in this monotony and then woo just pulls them out of it. It's like, oh, well, yes, you may take my order or oh, thank you so much. Or, you know, and then from there, it's like, by the end of it, I'm getting free drink or something, you know, because uh -huh. they're like, wow, that was so, that was so great. You just have a great day. And I'm like, you too, honey, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Nice. Cindy, what about you? How does this show up? And maybe if there are variations on this theme, I mean, we know that all of our themes interact differently and we all show up differently. We're all unique individuals. What's similar, what's different from what uh, Bray is sharing and, and how does this theme show up for you? 
Yeah, for me, I mean, I I kind of gather people. My mm. input and my uh, woo are constantly paired up. And so I think of it as, um, you know, an, a need, right, to connect with other people, but sort of gathering people. Um, I, might, I think I, I have a story. This is a really simple story. But when I left an organization um, about six years ago, it was through an acquisition. The only thing I really wanted to take with me was all of my email addresses. Like I mm. wanted to take the people. I was like freaked out that I wasn't going to have. And there were thousands and thousands of email addresses. And um, I had been the head of HR. So I had lots of connections and people that I tried to recruit with my woo over the years. Um, and I was I was kind of panicked. Um, and I remember going to the IT people and to the legal and they're like, no, you can take everyone. Like you can, you can take them with you. And so I just downloaded everyone. And it was just, it made me like my heart just like, oh, I was really nervous about losing all of those people. And Bria, I can see you like, oh yeah. And the rest of the team thought I was nuts. They're like, there's like 10,000 plus emails. Why don't you delete some of them? And I was like, why would you ever delete someone who could be a potential friend? Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I'm always drawn to um, gathering people. People rely on me to connect them with other people. So the more people I have in my network, whether it's like a person, an email, a list, um, you know, I, when I was doing volunteer work years ago, I would have lists of people and I wanted to get to know every person. So um, yeah, I, for some reason, I feel responsible for mm -hmm. connecting with people and also for connecting other people to each other. It's, I don't have any responsibility. It's not about responsibility. <laughs> That's so interesting that you said that about connecting other people, because I have another friend who is high woo also. And I say like, that's, that's what he is. Like, I'm so attached to him already. And I think he looks for ways to like, get rid of me, but in a nice way, because he needs to collect new people, you know, and, and woo new people. So he's constantly introducing me to people like, oh, you need to meet so and so. And then I'm like, oh, I like you. And you know, it's like, so exactly like you're saying, making those connections with others. I've seen that play out in other woos as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I have a follow on question that I've always been uh, curious about. And having two of you here to answer it, I think is, is just fantastic. We know that Gallup has a much longer description for Wu. And mm -hmm. something that has always struck me about it is that it almost reads like a theme that, you know, they, they, you meet people, you love them for that moment, and then you kind of leave them, kind of like what Jen's talking about with her friend. It was, I want to meet you, I want to get to know you in the moment, but now I'm going to be on to the next person and kind of this leave aspect of it and i know it's probably not meant as unfriendly but i'm just wondering what sort of relationship permanency do you have with this theme you know once you meet them then what and maybe um i don't know who wants to jump on that question first i know it's sort of a loaded one but uh uh cindy it looks like you've got a thought <laughs> percolating well, I, I think you know i think it's pairing your strengths and thinking, what are your other strengths that can help you build longer lasting relationships? It's easy, us, it's easy for us to kind of get in and get out. 
and say you're a friend, right? We use that word pretty loosely <laughs> in a much different way than someone, you know, it's not opposite, but like like someone with relator um, mm -hmm. used a friend in a very different way than, than we would. Um, but yeah, just pairing your strengths up to think how can you build a strong relationship and actually in coaching people that have woo, um, you know, it's an important question to, that question you just asked, Chad, is actually an important question to make sure that that strength doesn't get in our way and we don't gather without meaning or depth. And, you know, we can, we can make fun of ourselves because sometimes people say, you know, one of the things that is challenging with woo is that, you know, we're seen as shallow or something, which I don't feel like mm -hmm. shallow. Um, but, but it is an important thing. Which of your strengths help support you to build long lasting, meaningful relationships not with everyone, right? You can't do that. You're, you're spreading yourself too thin. So I build relationships with my input and give people books, articles, send links, send memes, send texts with memes, like all kinds of things to help people um, stay, to help stay connected with people. So yeah, I don't know. How to, what do you think, Bria? Yeah, Bria, I want to come to you about that same question because yeah. I, I know it comes out differently and maybe different solutions or different considerations for people that maybe are still learning how to accept and use this theme. Yeah, well, it's uh, two things come to mind. I mean, first of all, this is very true, right? The love them and leave them. I mean, that in a very raw, uh, unaware, you know, un unexamined state, we can definitely do that um which sometimes is exactly what you need right mm -hmm. and that's the beauty mm -hmm. of the strength so if there's an opportunity for for that you know where you just need someone to make a quick connection you know um and that's it then we was perfect for that right but if the goal is relationship permanency i think is what you do <laughs> that, that was um, my term it wasn't coming from gallup it was i was thinking more of yeah. like you know, infants, we talk about, you know, object permanence and, and this yes. is having that same sort of feel of the relationships there while you're present. But then as soon as you walk away, it's, it's gone. you know, yeah. kind of, of, does it evaporate? And and that's yeah. sort of the basis of my question is yeah. what keeps it around kind of like what Cindy was saying. Um, but also how do you feel about that when you just sort of walk away from a conversation or a new relationship yeah. and move on to the next person that you want to, you know, apply your woo to. Yep. Um, so <laughs> that's yeah. what, so woo feels great, right? I mean, cause it's accomplished its goal, right? You've, you've won them over. So, um, you know, as Cindy was talking about earlier, woo can really develop an incredible network of people. Um, and to woo, I think most of the time, depending on your other strengths, right? Your other talents, but most of the time it, it really does. Like all those people are friends, you know, and all those people, like I could, Anytime I'm in their city, even if it's been 10 or 20 years since I've seen them, like I'll just shoot them a quick text because of course they're still in my phone. Of course I still have their <laughs> contact information, you know? So I'll shoot them a quick text and I'll just say, hey, like I'm passing through. Can we, you know, can I, can I buy a, a drink, you know? And uh, it really wasn't until I started um, really diving into my own strengths that I realized that that was weird, you know, and that not everybody <laughs> did that. And um, then I started getting curious with my words, with people that I really trusted. And I asked them like, 
why, you know, I haven't seen you in 20 years. Like, why did you say yes to meet with me? You know? Um, and, you know, and they would often say, they would reference something like, um, well, gosh, whenever I'm with you, I just feel so good. Or remember that one time that we met for 10 minutes, like it was just a really great experience. And so, um, I think that really clued me into the power that woo can have for better or for worse. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, cause if you love them and leave them, that's not a great experience. Right. Um, but even if you do love them and leave them, if there's something like, even if I'm not, you know, connecting with them over the, the years, there is something about that experience that they will remember. So to make sure that woo is really dialed in and really like sees the person instead of just bringing an agenda of trying to win them over to whatever, if you can win them over in a really genuine, authentic way, it really can be powerful for people. And that lasts. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've heard you both say before that, that there's this, like it, it might seem shallow in that moment, the, the love them and leave them part, but that if your woo truly has done its job um, and you've won them over, they remember you forever. Like in, from that one, even 10 minute experience, they will remember how you made them feel and, and, and influenced them. And so I think that's, it's one of those like great, powerful, powerful things about woo that I, I love seeing and I've seen in both of you already too. So can we move to the next question? Are we ready? So I, I just want to add one thing, just as a clarification for our listeners, all of us coaches know what woo means. A lot of people yes. see that initial theme name. It's actually one of the few, if only, themes that is abbreviated. And they've hinted at, uh, both of our guests have hinted at the true uh, meaning of it. But for clarification, woo stands for winning others over. And that's why they, both of our guests very nicely <laughs> have highlighted that this is an influencing theme. It is about winning others over to a, a cause. And that sort of got highlighted in the in the short definition that's why we read it um but i did want to put that out there put sort of black and white for people to understand that woo stands for winning others over so with yeah. that said i would love Thanks, to turn Jen. it over to jen for our next set of questions but i thought Great. it was important to, to add Absolutely. Thanks, Chad. And and we're so used to the language, we don't even think of, yeah, doesn't everybody know that already? Sure. And you both have hinted on some of these um, potential um, negative things that can come from our talents. So we, we all tend to have these moments where our strengths come on a little too strong, or maybe we're just neglecting them altogether. And so that brings some kind of negative things to it. I'd like to talk with you both about what those might look like for you personally, where has, has Wu gotten in your way um, <clears throat> of, of you, you know, even personal relationships or personal things or, or at work. Um, Cindy, let's start with you. Okay, so I'll start with one that might sound funny. Um, it's almost impossible for me to leave a party. <laughs> like literally, I'll get there first, I'll leave last, and my husband, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> waiting in the car, he's ready, and he's so social, but ready to go way before um, I am. Sure. So that, like, and I have Achiever also, so there's an intensity. So the stamina mm -hmm. of my woo is, can be overwhelming and for other people. Oh, okay. And it's really hard to leave. It's hard to say goodbye. Even when I'm doing coaching with large groups on Zoom, I'm like, bye, bye. 
And then I'll say, my woo doesn't really want to say goodbye. It's so, it's so silly. Um, so I guess that's not like a negative negative, but it 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 hurts our heart. <laughs> sure. Even say goodbye. And then during the pandemic, it was hard. It was hard. I, um, as Wu Bria has talked about, we seek other people. We that's just the way we spend our energy is to be around other people. And being alone made me lonely. And mm. um, you know, just thinking about those in person connections that we didn't have, even though I was on Zoom with. 50 people, 20, lots of Zoom workshops, lots of coaching. So I saw people, but it still didn't feed my woo <laughs> the way an in-person um, connection uh, did. So just, yeah, so it, it yeah. get in the way of our, um, it's like nourishment. People are, sure. I never really said that out loud before, but yeah, they, our people connections nourish us. And when we're, we don't have that, um, it can be, it can make us sad. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I, was, I was just connecting what Bre uh, Bria was saying earlier with what you're saying. And then also all the new research they're, they're finding about, you know, isolation and mm -hmm. the uptick and people feeling lonely, you know, the feelings of loneliness. Wow. What a powerful statement to make of this mm -hmm. is a particular group that if you put them in Zoom 24-7, you are going to quickly find them, it sounds like a very lonely bunch um, because yeah. they, they don't, they're not getting that, that recharge. Um, I really appreciate you sharing that, Cindy. That's pretty powerful. And I saw the empathy on Bria's face the entire time. Bria, can you share with us how, how you know, how, how this shows up for you too, like in, in some of these negative, negative ways or negative things that have, have come from it? I mean, thanks, Jen, for your question, but my positivity really doesn't want to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, of course. You know, I think there, there are so many, so many things that I could share, but the thing that I think a lot of people who don't have woo don't understand or may not understand is, um, is how much woo needs to win others over it needs mm -hmm. it it needs to win you know <laughs> and um and so I think some of the times uh that I feel most challenged whether that's in a relationship you know or um at work um really I mean everywhere is when there's something that my woo feels really passionate about, you know, or all of my other talents, you know, like really, and, and it wants to win others over to my side, you know, and it's up to me to keep that in check, to make sure that, mm. you know, I'm not just like coming in like a bulldozer all the time, trying to like scoop everybody up, you know, to everything that I'm doing. I guess a bulldozer is the wrong <laughs> metaphor. It's okay. I <laughs> use it with activator all the time too. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, but really like if there are moments that you you're with a woo and, and you can tell that they're kind of championing for something and it's on the smaller side, you know, like where to go to dinner or uh, what song to listen to or what channel to put, you know, on the, the radio or whatever. Um, sometimes we just need a quick win, you know, mm. if we 
are not wooing in bigger ways that we really want to or need to, um, sometimes we'll we'll seek those little wins, right? Mm-hmm. So please don't fight us. <laughs> please, you know, like if it really doesn't matter, um, you know, it would be great to have those those opportunities to to win you over, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of one of the things you've told me before too that I I thought was really honestly like it's it's kind of once you said it I was like oh duh hmm. that you need people you can't woo by yourself yeah can can it's you true. like go into a little more detail for for our listeners about that yeah I mean it's true with with all the relationship building themes you know like you can't be in relationship by yourself and similar for influencing you need other people to do it um (laughs) you need people to influence right but with woo especially it really does like need other people so in the pandemic when you know i'm living alone i'm working alone i'm you know alone and then the whole world shuts down and and you really are alone because you can't even go to coffee shops or you know anywhere and you're just like oh my gosh like there's there literally is no one to win over. And so there's no way to express that theme, um, which, you know. What about your family? Can you woo your family? You can, but what if you're, what if you're locked up, you know? (laughs) Yeah, sure. You can't be with them, you know? Um, But I think what Cindy was saying, you know, it's, there's something about being in person uh, that Mm woo especially appreciates, Um, but it's yeah. yeah it's more than just like being with people it's really about that winning others over and so um not only does it need people it needs to win you know so if yeah. you feel someone like really pushing hard it's probably because they're they haven't been able to express that need or meet that need in other places so sometimes you just got to Give them the win. Give them the win. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And I think this is so good for our listeners to hear. And and Chad and I also, I'm Chad, I'm speaking for you too. Because because woo is pretty low for us. I I don't honestly remember where mine is. 29, 22, something like that. It's it's low. It's down there. And and Chad, where is it for you? Mine's 32. So I am about as far from this conversation in terms of being able to directly relate. Yeah. Uh, then you know there's only a couple other talents that are further further down um and, and that's why i find this so informative and why i'm yeah. i'm coming with so many questions um but i'm, I'm taking you jen you were headed to, toward a question i sense yeah so. yeah and so i i wanted you know i just wanted to thank you if you know for being vulnerable with us and sharing that that information bria someone else who has we might never have heard that before or never thought about that like that's why I need that win. Like, that's why I was so upset that day. And so just bringing, being able to like bring out some of these things, I know it's a little uncomfortable and vulnerable, but I, I just applaud you both for, for sharing those vulnerable sides with us. So let's flip it. Oh, I, I actually oh, have one question. Chad. No, I, <laughs> I just know Cindy's shared something with me before and I found it very informative around Wu, especially since Wu is 32 for me. Yeah. Cindy, you shared with me uh, the value or the importance of getting feedback mm. and you, you were just talking about all the zoom calls all the coaching you you participate in and you that you run you've also told me before about how important feedback is to your wound i was just wondering if you could just detail that a little bit about sort of what the negative side of that looks might look like and how that impacts you 
just so that other people like Bray was pointing mm -hmm. out, you know, if people are isolated or people aren't getting feedback, what is, what is something to be aware of or how did that might show up? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, we, we like crave feedback. It's mm. part of what Bria was saying, the literal part of winning others over. And I notice in my work, um, you know, I have client contacts, I have great relationships. Um, and if I don't get feedback, this is going to sound so silly, but if I don't get feedback pretty quickly and even like that worked great or you know that was great but we need to do this next time like something it doesn't matter if it's like it doesn't need to be like yay feedback but something <laughs> um if I don't get anything which might mean that just someone's busy right sure. and, I'll, and I'll hear from them in a couple of days right which isn't much time um I make up all kinds of stories about mm the fact Bria, that I maybe didn't win them over. And it, even with like longer term clients, right? So just remind, and I have activator too, which I know Bria you have and Jen you have. So like we want we want things quickly and um, can't be impatient, which is another whole challenge. Um, <laughs> right, but that lack of feedback um, will get in our way. Um, mm. It will challenge us because we will create um, scenarios that are not true <laughs> um, to fill that void. So the need, so it's important for someone that has woo to be mindful of that and to know, you know, a couple of days, a week, like give it some time. Um, and you know, what kind of feedback are you looking for? What would be helpful? Um, and not to like overthink, don't turn that strength off, right? We always say don't, don't, but maybe, you know, just, just try to think like, what, what are you, what are you gaining? What are you looking for when you're looking for feedback? Um, so I don't know if that, if, if that resonates with you, Bria. Um, yeah, I think what you're trying to say, or what, what you're, what you're saying is, um, is we want feedback because we want to know if we won you over. Right. Thank so, you for your communication. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> you know, um, you and so that. sometimes that sounds like, yeah, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Or uh, sometimes that might sound like, um, if I can't, like, most of the time, my relationship building themes will be able to read your face, you know, or your your body posture or things like that, and so it might be that's the feedback that Wu is looking for mm -hmm. and that's enough, you know, depending on your other talent themes. Mm -hmm. But if I can't read your face, you know, or if you haven't given me any change in body posture, then I'm gonna ask you, you know, uh, or I, I, because of my talent themes, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very direct and I'm gonna say, gosh, I just, I can't tell what you're thinking right now, you know, or mm -hmm. can you help me understand, you know, or whatever. Um, so it'll use questions to try to pull that out of people. Um, so if you, if you are, yeah, if you lead with woo and you find yourself doing things like that, seeking feedback, pay attention. And also if you know that if you're someone that's with a woo, you know, and they're asking you some questions, give them a little bit of, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you don't have to hold all your cards. They're not trying to manipulate you. They just are seeking to understand, you know? Um, 
even though it's called winning others over, that's really not the heart of the heart of it. They want to understand, you know, and find that, that common ground. So connection that, that to me, it's about like the winning others over means connection. What nice. Yeah. And thank you, Bria. That was just a beautiful example of your communication coming in. (laughs) Two sentences. So thank you. That was was cool. All right. Thank you for indulging my question. I know Jen wanted to take us to the next one. So I'll I'll be quiet now. (laughs) No, Chad, I thought it was really good because the feedback was was one of those things that, that that I've noticed too, that there is that like constant yearning for that feedback from from those with woo so i'm glad you brought it up um so let's switch this over now i want to talk about the the ways this talent has truly made you shine like where do you see like this success of your life has come from all these things that are surrounding your woo and how you use it what are what are some of these positive ways you you see it play out in your life and work um bria we'll start with you oh man um all of a sudden, you know, all the things come to my brain, but really just like with every talent theme, I think the thing that's most helpful for my woo is to look for places where it's needed, where mm-hmm. it's valued, where the love them and leave them, you know, can be helpful, you know, um, because I, I have done a lot of work in making sure that, that I'm refining my woo and the rough edges, you know, are a little less rough, uh, but gosh, it just feels good when I can just let it fly, you know, just <laughs> be free with it. And, and that's where it really shines is in moments where, where that, that's my job is to stand at the door and woo every single person that passes by. Um, I can, I think woo is very um, good at hospitality. You know, it can mm. be great at, at creating a space where people feel welcome whether that's a space for a second, you know, or for a few minutes or a few days or whatever, but um, it it wants to win others over, right? So it wants essentially to make you comfortable to mm-hmm. you know, win you over in, um, in order for you to be won over, you have to be happy. You have to be, you know, comfortable with whoever you're talking to, you know, all the things. So there's that element of hospitality there. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I have an opportunity to do that, especially if it's in a quick way where I don't have to like build relationships forever. Um, that's great for Woo. Yeah. Awesome. Cindy, do you have similar experiences or other ways that it's, it's been a positive for you? Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I feel like people rely on me to connect them with other people. So who do you know that, you know, is a question that people will often ask me and um, they'll always say, Oh, I don't want to put you out. You know, I don't want, and I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. Let me think about the network of people I have and who I might be able to connect you with. And so it's a simple email connection, connecting someone with someone else. And that, that I think is, it's just so simple. And I love it when people ask me that because it's something that with my woo, um, I can do easily. Um, The other thing I was thinking about that, you know, if I think about the work that I've done and how I've been able to uh, use my woo and be energized by that and and kind of offer value is um, I've been in different talent acquisition roles. 
So mm. you know, looking for talent, being able to connect with those people, um, bring them into an organization that I've different organizations that I've worked with. It's such an amazing way to use that talent. It's been so mm. exciting over the years. Um, and then doing onboarding, you just reminded me <sighs> when you were talking about like building a place where people are comfortable. Like I was, I loved heading up onboarding, making mm. sure that it was inviting, warm, um, that people were kind of ushered into whatever organization I was with. And then building a culture like that was uh, my woo was my woo was very happy right trying to build a culture that connected yeah. company values um and you can talk about the culture but the culture is connecting with people um and making sure that they get you know that they understand and feel connected with the values so i i you just when you were talking about that i realized i'm like yes that's what I was doing. I was making sure to win them over in connection with the, the company values. So, yeah, so I guess I, I feel lucky. I was been, I've been in roles um, over the years that have been needing my woo, right? Um, awesome. Yeah, I think, um, gosh, Cindy, it's so good. Every time I listen to you, I, I hear, you know, yeah, like, of course you're drawn to onboarding because you've got your woo activator, right? So, and same for me, you know, I love coming in at the beginning of their experience at the door, at the check-in table, you know, like how can I, you know, activators drawn to the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but then you've also got like woo belief might want to win others over to the values, right? In, mm -hmm. in an organization or the, the purpose, or you've got woo plus whatever. And that's the theme dynamics are just just so great, you know. Um, Cindy and I can talk about our woo, <laughs> but I guess this is my invitation to whoever's listening to to look at your woo and say, okay, I'm winning others over. You know, there's that element, and then just pair it up with one or two other uh, talents of yours in your top five or your top ten if you have it, and and explore the relationship. You know, um, I love because of my unique talent profile. I love being a part of the entire process. And I love being in a room where, where we're planning an event. And if someone asks me, you know, how can we woo others over at the beginning? I'm not just thinking about when they enter, you know, the, the door and go to the check-in table. I'm thinking about how are we inviting them, mm -hmm. right? How are they even hearing about this? You know, how can we make that experience amazing are we mailing them a box of goodies you know are we <laughs> tagging them you know by name with with a cool little something something you know on social social media I don't know what are we doing to really like to really woo them um, and how can that that extend throughout the entire process but depending on your talents it might be that you come in at the end you know like um or in the middle or whatever so explore the the dynamics of you know all the themes and how they work together and and Bria, it's so interesting I have activator and achiever right so <laughs> I'm thinking about wooing them before we meet right in the very beginning with email communication gifts the words in the invite are so important um each email and then achiever also like getting across that finish line um so that's a, you know, it's a great example for others that are listening to think about which, if you look at your talents, 
how do you pair, and if you do have Wu, or if you know someone has Wu, right? <laughs> how do you pair up your other strengths? I lead with strategic thinking themes. So I'm constantly thinking about, I have strategic and input, and then I have ideation and learner in my top 10, but how, what pathway makes the most sense to use my Wu? And well, as I've matured, um, learning about how sometimes, you know, too much woo is, is too much for people. <laughs> well, you know, I always say too much woo is usually too much you, <laughs> right? Yeah, so good. Because that's, exactly. that's when it becomes about me. It becomes right. about my agenda. It becomes about what I'm trying to win you over to. And true woo at its best, like when it's really thriving, it's an influencing theme. Um, so it is about influence, but really like it should be focused on the other person, right? How can I, um, how can I, I don't know. I think we should all be serving and, and pouring ourselves out to other people all the time. Um, but that's what I think it is, is like what you can tell, you can spot the woo. That's all about them, you know, um, right away. And that's, that's what people don't trust. You know, that's where people feel manipulated. That's, you know, too much woo is too much you. Um, but if you can focus on the other person, then that's when it can become genuine and authentic and, it works, you know, <laughs> like you're, you're able to, to help people maybe accept some, some change within the organization that they might be resistant to at the beginning, or, um, maybe you do get to go to your favorite restaurant, you know, like you, you know, whatever that case may be. Mic drop moment right there. Thank you. <laughs> and I've been impressed. They've actually covered sort of our initial oh, next question, which is, you know, which absolutely. themes do they normally pair together? So I, I don't even know if we have to ask that one, but I am curious yeah. about the rabbit hole question that we always tend yeah. to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Go go there with the rabbit hole because they absolutely got the the um, yeah. talent dynamics down. Good job, guys. Yeah. So. <laughs> just to clarify the question you know we've we've addressed this one in, in previous episodes you know we know that sometimes our one theme can get on a kind of a runaway train or you know down the rabbit hole <laughs> and i'm just kind of curious which ones do you use to kind of rein that back so like i know my learner can go off the rails want to know anything and everything follow the internet you know uh rabbit holes my responsibility kicks in, brings that back. I'm curious if there's a theme that you find that you often go to to help, okay, my woo needs to actually have an impact or has a direction or something. Is there a theme you lean on? And if so, what is it and how does that play out? And um, Cindy, I'm, I'm gonna come to you again. Okay, yeah, it's um, clearly my achiever strength. It's my number one, and that's the executing theme in my top five. And when I go down a rabbit hole with all my strategic thinking themes and or with my woo, um, I tend to, okay, what am I trying to do? What is the end goal? Um, what am I aiming for? What does success look like? Like all those questions that you'd ask to appeal to your achiever. There's a voice in my head <laughs> right? um, to keep me on track um, because with all my strategic thinking themes, 
and my woo, um, which is so focused on social energy, I can be really easily distracted. So mm. I need that, um, that connection with my achiever to keep me on track. Um, and I know, Jen, you have achiever. Chad, do you have achiever? Yeah. I, it's somewhere in, I think, my top 10 or 12. Yeah. Um, it's actually not as high as a lot of people think it is. My, the one I'm resonating with is my responsibility kicks in. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you need to get something done, it's starting to sound like some of us, or at least Cindy and I, are, are going to the, one of those executing themes of, okay, what, mm-hmm. what's the here and now? What am I responsible for? What do I need to achieve? Um, so I, I'm resonating with that, but I know that different people are going to do different things, you know, to, to bring themselves out of the rabbit hole. I am yeah. kind of curious, you know, given what Cindy's just said, um, Brie, what's, what's your sort of response to what, what theme kind of pulls your woo, um, off the gas pedal? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it pulls it off or if it gives it more gas and maybe a little bit of both, but communication number one is just how I do everything. I mean, if I could do email with my voice, I would. Um, I mean, I can, it's possible, but if I could do it well with my voice, I totally would. Um, If I could drive my car with my voice, I I would. Um, And so we, I mean, we've already talked about it, but asking you know for that feedback so Mm -hmm. if my woo is just I can tell it's like really trying hard um I'm facilitating a workshop for example you know and I and I can tell that people aren't quite getting it or they're not quite on board yet um or whatever the case may be woo will just like go and go and go and pull and pull and pull you know to try and try and try um And so often it defaults to communication to see like, are we connecting? You know, like I need to hear you say it. Um, But if I don't get that, and sometimes that happens where it's just a group of people that are a lot of strategic thinkers, you know, and they just need some time to to figure out what they feel and what they're thinking, you know? And so they can't respond to my communication in real Real time. time. Um, Then that's really, really hard. (laughs) <laughs> for me, for communication, we're number one and number two. Um, so that's where I think I just, I just have learned that like, mm-hmm. it's okay to just stop wooing, you know, like you just have to like catch yourself. And then I don't know that it's another talent. I think it's just, I just am aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I know what that feels like in me when I'm off the rails, <laughs> when I'm yeah. found too far. And I know what that looks like on other people's faces, you know, and in their body posture when they're like, lady, like you just need to, you just need to stop for a minute, you know, like I'm done, I'm done being wooed. Um, and the awareness of like, like not everybody is like me, you know, not yeah. everybody has this thing called woo. So when you show up 20 years later and you're like, hey, best friend. <laughs> you know it's weird to some people you know um I I would say unless you truly have won them over because that is something that I think it's been so wonderful about the people that I've met who have woo when they do win me over they can show up 20 years later and I'll be like oh yeah and when they call me best friend like I'm thinking like oh my god they totally love me and I'm and I'm there with you in that moment and I think that's what like transcends those 
you know, love them, leave them moments is because you do, Wu does have that ability and you guys have that, have that to like put this like soft spot in us to know that you could, we could not talk to you for, you know, a month, three months, 17 years. And then next thing you know, we're like, oh, I've missed you. And, you know, so happy to see you again. I think that's one of those wonderful things about the playfulness of your woo too. And you can see it in both of you, um, that you, that you're just like really fun to be around and it, and it does draw people in. So I, I understand you're like pulling to try to get us deliberatives, Chad and I like, come on, give me all of your information right now. And we're like holding our cards until we're ready to show you. Right. <laughs> I can feel that pain. Oh, I love it. I think, um, oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. well, I don't know how this comes into the, I, I've thought of it several times for a, a lot of questions. So I'm just going to share okay. a big aha for me was that woo just automatically assumes that people can be won over that like mm. woo can win in this moment, whatever that, whatever that means. Okay. And so it was interesting for me to, to realize that like, I don't know necessarily how to win everyone over, you know, and not everyone is won over in the way that I think that they will be won mm. over, you know? Mm. Um, and that's actually one thing that has been so great about strengths is it's given me this language to understand that when deliberative Chad, you know, and <laughs> deliberative Jen, you know, are, are in front of me, I, I will change the way that, that I'm speaking or the way that I'm acting. I might mm -hmm. slow down my words a little bit. I might, um, you know, just be more comfortable in the pause. Um, or I might use words like, Hey, just some food for thought, you know, yeah. or can you think about this and can we talk about it later? Um, that's a way to win you over mm -hmm. just, um, you know, if, if what I need is information from you or a decision from you and you're on my team, you know, I'm not that the, um, I'm winning you over, like that translates into getting what I need. Right. So as your leader or your manager, what I need is a decision. Um, so I have to set that up ahead of time, you know? So yeah. it's just, I think that's what we really want naturally is, is to win others over and realizing that not everyone is one over in the same way mm -hmm. um, is just a big light bulb. And I think strengths is a great tool to be able to use uh, for Woo to have that language to better understand how other people approach situations so that yeah. can meet them where they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's so interesting because it's this blend of talents that we talk about, right? So we know they're not in a silo that we that we use them. All of us who have whatever the talent is use it differently. Chad and I have deliberative. We don't use it the same way. A lot of similarities, just like you guys with your woo, you don't use it exactly the same way. And I, I think that's that's the fun part about it. Um, can you think of any other like special instances or other people you might have coached or or um, worked with in the past that have woo and used it differently, like a little more uniquely than than either of you have? Bria, do you have anyone? You're muted. Um, <laughs> I know I have to I have to put myself on mute because my communication is like 
oh oh yeah oh that's you know all the time um which is not good for an an audio <laughs> it's okay it's okay um, no one is coming to mind um okay. cindy do you have someone can you come back to me yeah sure thinking about um the combination of woo and harmony mm. is like very um, I mean, we know never show up with just two strengths, right? But right. I right. have a couple of people that I've worked with over the past years, and it feels so like quieter than my <laughs> and oh. it's kind of stealth, like like they're wooing, but it's it's not as noticeable. It's not as like up front in and harmony can be this it's it's a relationship building theme, right? Mm -hmm. So for those of you who are listening that have harmony, right? I've seen so, it feels influencing in many mm -hmm. ways because they're building bridges, they're finding common ground, they're building consensus and it's, you know, they're in it for the long haul. So then all of a sudden, like these different groups are like, oh, you know, and you can see people, groups coming together. But when you pair, when I see harmony and woo together, there's a, a social energy um, that's different with just woo alone or with harmony alone, but it's a, and I don't even know how to describe it. Bria, you might have better words. <laughs> it's, but it's just really, um, it's quieter. It's a little more subtle. Maybe that's that's a, a good yeah. word. I loved, it. I loved <laughs> that you called it stealth woo. Right? <laughs> right. Like it would like sneaks up on you. Like I'm being all calming and giving you this calming presence. And then bam, you're you're like influenced to what we were going to do. <laughs> so, so it's interesting love for, it. for me. I have harmony as number four. And so what, what's resonating here actually a little bit as, as much as woo is number 32 for me. <laughs> I'm actually getting, I, I can resonate with that because I often enter social conversations through my learner. I'm often asking questions and then processing, but it's almost always other centered. Um, I, my harmony shows up a little bit more from a practical standpoint, the practical um, mm -hmm. language out of that description is a little bit more me, but there is that consensus and, and, sort of finding the common ground that I'm really appreciating about how you're describing that, Cindy, because I think that is a very interesting application of that combo. Mm -hmm. I can see that being a really powerful, um, yeah. but also you described it so well. So I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm reflecting that back because I think some listeners that might not have some of the quote unquote louder themes, you know, we think about <laughs> command or <laughs> a lot of the other influencing themes. Um, not necessarily picking on them, but just there's a different level of volume to that, mm -hmm. right? There's a different pronouncement of that. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a really valuable uh, point. I could also see maybe in, you know, in election kind of working that same way, that little mm -hmm. more quiet, more thoughtful, more slow paced sort of approach to woo as being a really interesting combo. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much for putting that out there. I, I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Bria, did you think of one? Well, yes, Cindy's, uh, Cindy's answer reminded me of someone that I've coached in the past who is a very strong introvert. I mean, mm. not an ambivert and not, you know, like right in the middle, you know, of the MBTI scale. She's, she strongly identifies as an introvert and leads with woo in her top five, mm. um, which a lot of people 
just I think would wouldn't never, expect yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, I don't remember what her other themes were, but just to know that that's possible, you know, and I'm yeah. sure it was, you know, that she had other relationship building and strategic thinking themes that just, um, allowed it to be a little bit more subtle, more stealthy, you know, awesome. yeah. um, Chad, yeah. Chad, did you that. have any combinations that, that you wanted to bring to the table? Not, not really. I actually have not coached many people with Woo. Um, I don't know if it's the audience I attract, but it, it just uh, has not been one that's been top of my radar. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another reason why I'm really interested to to have this conversation and learn a little bit more because it's it's a theme I want to be, be personally and a little selfishly want to mm -hmm. be prepared for right. <laughs> to know both sort of the loud version, the quiet versions, and also think about how those how those come out, um, you know, in relation to some of the other themes. So I appreciate the the perspectives that have already been shared. Um, Yes, Brea, I want to, yeah, your quick thought, and then I want to move us on to the next question. Um, for those who don't know, it's more uncommon to find woo and relater together. Mm -hmm. And I do see that, I mean, pretty often, but I, I coach a lot of people, right? So relatively speaking, not right. as often. So if you are listening and you have woo and relater together, talk to a coach about that or just, you know, introspect a little bit because that's mm -hmm. a very cool combination. Yeah. Um, and can really like a lot of the things we've talked about with woo that the, the things to look out for relator can really, um, help manage those really well yeah. or, or fill the gaps. Like can imagine yeah, you know, right. the, the, mm -hmm. the depth of relationship, you know, we've talked about sort of the woo kind of not skipping across the top, but a lot of width, maybe yeah. not quite as much depth but then relator adds that depth component. So I could, I could definitely mm -hmm. see that being a really powerful combo. Um, I do want to keep us moving on. I want to be cognizant of your wonderful time and your wonderful perspectives. Yes. Sometimes when people are first learning about their themes, it can help to associate with a certain image or you know household object or pop culture reference. I'm curious if there are images that you either commonly refer to or think of when you think about the woo theme that you might be willing to share with our listeners so that somebody you know either trying to understand it from the outside or trying to first process this theme might be able to connect with mm -hmm. and um i'm going to come to you uh for for our first image and then obviously <laughs> i want to hear from cindy as well and and jen if you've got one i'd love to include you in too yeah. Thanks, Chad. It's, it's really hard for me to think of my woo without my communication, you know? Mm -hmm. So the image that I think of is someone on a stage, you know, or someone with a microphone or someone with a megaphone that is using their words to, you know, win others over. Um, okay. That's the image that I think of. Yeah. Okay. Cindy. So there's two things. One is, um, very playful. It's a song and it's a <laughs> Michael Bublé song. I just haven't met you yet. Oh, yes. nice. Nice. So I just haven't met you. Yet. So that, that song is playing in my mind often. And I, it's very funny, but, um, but I think of that, but I also think back of, you know, a great exercise to do is to think about when, when you look back, when you were very young, you know, when could you see that strength show up in your life? Um, mm -hmm. And when I think of my eighth grade self, um, 
I was an old, I'm an old gymnast, a former gymnast, and I was um, helping with bring the bringing the um, eighth graders into the high school, and our principal or coach, I don't know, somebody asked me, Cindy, can you help lead this session on, it was something in the gym and something that I was very comfortable with. <clears throat> and I was in eighth grade and he gave me the microphone. So it's funny you said that. <laughs> and that's the image I go back to if someone says, when did you first, when do you first think about how your woo was showing up in, in your life? You know, and I think of when I was four years old and, you know, I was always <laughs> trying to meet people, but the, the eighth, that eighth grade moment when I just jumped, they did not prepare me for that. That wasn't something where they said, Cindy, we want you to help. And I jumped up and I, I, you know, I, I remember, but it's a story that that principal yeah. tells, um, would tell. <laughs> and um, that made me feel good. Made me feel like, oh, that was easy. That wasn't hard. It wasn't nerve wracking. It wasn't stressful. Um, and talking in front of the entire class. Um, so yeah. and that's just, yeah, that, nice. that's the images that come to mind. <laughs> There's a uh, an exercise that we do a lot in workshops um, called the stand up exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, find people to stand up if they relate with a picture. Yeah, and the picture that I always use um, is, is this girl, and she's wearing she's probably seven years old or whatever, um, and wearing a black T-shirt. And on the T-shirt it says, um, "Hi, teacher." you know, it doesn't matter if you change my seat, I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> you know? uh, like, that's like also woo, you know, is usually just very, very engaged, whether it's talking yeah. or just being with people. They just, there's, you know, everybody's your friend. So yeah. yeah. The social butterfly. That's mine, yeah. Chad. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, um, and, and I'm just going to add, and it's actually one that you, you almost inadvertently read it, uh, talked about it at the very beginning of the show, which is almost that, um, that greeter, the store greeter, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's, somebody greeting you at the store and then actually pointing you to, you know, where you would need to go. You're, yeah. You know, they were, you were talking about that connection piece. And the, the first thing I thought of was, you know, somebody at Lowe's pointing you like, oh, you need, you mm -hmm. know, screws are down on aisle 20 and the lawnmowers are, you know, back here, <laughs> you know, aisle four. Um, that, that beautiful, you know, immediate connection and then being able to met, um, match make uh, right there in the moment to put somebody in the right spot at the right time with the right resources. So that's mm -hmm. kind of mine is that sort of store greeter. Um, yeah. you know, I hope that's not too cliche-ish or stereotypical, but it, it was I, language that all of you were talking about. So I, yeah. I sort of globbed onto that. I love it. And I we've already said this, but I have to say it again, like too much woo is too much you, right? And so, Chad, that's the perfect example of how Wu is focused on winning them over by giving them what they want mm -hmm. versus Wu coming in and trying to get you to want what I want. That's the difference, right? Too much Wu is too much you is, is trying to get them to want what I want. The perfect use of Wu, right, is the person who comes in the store, what do I want? I want a lawnmower. Wu is able to like make that experience really wonderful for them and, and give them what they want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So good. 
right? I think put us put us at the table where we are greeting people at a conference and giving people the name tag and their bag and getting them settled. We will look you right in the eye, help you navigate whatever you want, kind of usher usher you in, sherpa you yeah. along the way. <laughs> Nice. It's just a great a great role for us and somebody might be like oh that's exhausting that's for us that is so energizing we want to meet everyone anyway so put us there so that we can support um onboarding you know i guess it's a, it's in a way onboarding mm -hmm. people um to make them feel warm welcome and um safe comfortable yeah yeah, it's so good. So since we're talking about interacting with others already, yeah. I'm curious if maybe you could each provide a little bit of advice on um, giving advice on to particularly to team leaders. Um, but if you also want to take the approach of thinking about a peer, um, what advice would you give to those people to help a person with will come out of that application? So we talked a little bit about how you lean on a certain theme to kind of rein in your will or, you know, put it back more in the Goldilocks zone. If you're talking to a team leader or peer, how do you help that person from the outside come out mm -hmm. of that runaway woo? Um, are there are certain situations, uh, certain tools that they could think about or certain approaches, or maybe even a certain theme of theirs that would help, um, however you want to take that question and just try to help team leaders that might be thinking about this. How do I support mm -hmm. somebody on my team that has woo and I have no connection with like, if I was to lead somebody with woo, <laughs> it's 32 for me. So I'm trying to make a connection or, or help them come out of that uh, sort of tailspin version of woo. What does that look like? The first thing that comes to mind is set them up for success. You know, as much as you can make it their job to woo, you know? Um, and that's, I mean, that's not specific to woo, that's with every talent, you know, yeah. but it's it's uh, just so simple, but it's so easy to miss, you know? Just mm -hmm. look at what woo contributes and try to find the opportunities where you're, you need that on your team and and tap them, they will, they will love you for that, you know? Yeah. Um, offer feedback, you know, like Cindy said, that's what we need, you know, um, is to offer the feedback and we can, um, depending on the other talents, like we might, might, um, need a little bit of a, a softer delivery of that feedback, you know, <laughs> um, because the desire is, is to win up, win you over. And if they haven't, you know, just beware that based on their other talents, they may need you to come in kind of kind of nice and, and kind. Um, but if they're leading with a lot of other influencing themes like command or self-assurance, they want that direct feedback, like do not beat around the bush. So be very aware of what kind of woo they have and um, yeah. And then just set them up for success. Cindy, what, what would your Thank advice you. or contribution be? Yeah. I mean, I echo just find ways that they can use their woo like in any other talent, right? To get to their expected outcomes. I have my like HR hat on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> their expected outcomes, right? Like how often, how can you use your woo as often as possible in your job? And, and it sometimes it's expected outcomes, but sometimes those are the folks that want to help um, 
with an employee resource group and mm -hmm. head up um, ways that are fun and playful to bring people together to move your um, expectations around your culture and your values. So they will be willing and excited about something extra on their plate where they can use their woo that you, you might not think about it as part of their, you know, their job, right? Mm -hmm. um, so asking them to be involved or just, I would ask, what ways do you see? You know, if someone on mm -hmm. your team has woo, um, what, what ways do you see that you might be able to use that talent that we haven't talked mm -hmm. about yet? Um, because you can bet that they have a list. <laughs> they, they see um, where connecting people, building social interactions um, is, is going to be valuable for the team, you know, where those activities are going to They're be. They're probably already seeing the holes and are like, oh, let me and like, put me in coach. Let me do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, City, City introduced us. I, I think actually City, you, you brought uh, the first song as a pop, yep. uh, pop right, culture yeah. to I any of our episodes. So kudos to that. You've now just brought a second song. So it's put me in coach. And I just haven't met you yet by Michael Buble. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I think those are great because <laughs> they both are about the people and, and finding the right role. Yeah. And I think that that's just, um, that's just beautiful right there. <laughs> so uh, nice. And, and to be honest, you actually just answered the last yeah, two questions that I was going to mm -hmm. ask. And so I'm not even really going to bother because I was going to ask about we what advice them. you were going to give team members to help a person offer their best. You just told us, you know, put them in places where that mm -hmm. social aspect is, you know, you're, you're talking their language, you're putting them in the right role, you're setting them up for success. So I think that's um, great. And I'll just bring something back up that, Bray, you mentioned, which is don't think about just winning in the moment. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, had, you had highlighted earlier, think about well before, you know, how can we impact a, a team's performance or a team interaction before the event and yeah. well after the event. And I thought, I thought, you know, you brought that up earlier and I was just going to reinforce it now because I thought that was a really um, brilliant uh, observation and sharing that I think a lot of people will, will benefit from. So um, yeah. thank you for that. Um, I think also it's important for um, leaders to be aware that because woo brings social energy, like, without even trying, it shows up and people know that Wu was in the room, right? <laughs> if you have people on your team that lead with Wu and you're trying to, um, you're, you need people on the team to be one over to change, you know, to mm -hmm. something new or whatever. You need the buy-in. You need the yeah. buy-in. You have to get the buy-in first from the people like Wu who lead with influencing because if they're not one over no one else is going to be one over mm -hmm. but if you win them over right so if that's a one-on-one -on -one meeting if that's you know whatever that takes to woo the woo <laughs> then they will help you win everyone else over yes. but if they're not one over it will be very very hard for you to win everyone else yeah. and and Bria I love that and and I try to find the the analyticals the deliberate <laughs> and the food, right and maybe maximizers 
Because then you have, right, because the analyticals and the deliberatives are going to be quite skeptical about whatever the new challenge, new mission, um, new direction is. But when you can partner those groups together, um, yeah. you can, in a very organic way, move the culture forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I always look, as with my woo, I look at um, if I can, if I'm in a workshop and the analytical deliberatives are all in, I'm good. I'm yeah. ready. And I know like if I need to do that in the first four to six minutes and make sure that that happens, even if I have like a half day workshop. Um, and I often will tease and, and say like, all right, we're in. I can tell you're you're all set now. We're good to go. You know? Sometimes I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, so you guys I mean, have been awesome. You've been awesome. This has been fantastic. I'm going to actually ask the two of you, you know, as coaches, we often encourage our, our clients to sort of sum up their own experience at the mm -hmm. end of a coaching call. At least I know I do. So in the spirit of this, uh, in, in that spirit, to wrap up our, our podcast episode today, I'm curious if each of you could very uh, briefly and succinctly give us maybe one or two key points that you think people should absolutely walk away knowing about woo. Cindy, you look like you're thinking. So I'm going to go to Brea for a second because it looks like she's ready to go. I'm reading faces here. So I'm going to read oh, your no. Hopefully I got to <laughs> Oh no, she says. <laughs> well, I, I love what Cindy said about feedback. It's so, so true. And um, whatever, just a reminder that the feedback might be verbal. It might be nonverbal. You know, you can get feedback in a lot of ways, but if you're woo and you're looking for that, just, be aware you'll you know you're gonna find it all over you'll be like oh my gosh that's why I you know, mm -hmm. so be aware of that and lean into it you know because that will help you meet that need that you're you're looking for um and vice versa if you're leading someone you know that that needs that feedback please offer that um and then the second thing yes for two I would say too much woo is too much you you know I think the healthiest woo is um you know, is focused on the other person and helping them um, get whatever they need or whatever they want, you know? Nice. Awesome. Cindy, what are Hi. your two takeaways? Yeah, I'd say just, um, the first one is so simple. It's just, if you're interested in growing your network in any way, just ask us <laughs> and we will help you get there. Um, it's what we love to do. And then the other thing I was thinking of that we haven't really talked about, but I, I wanted to just drop in is that Wu provides a lot of social courage. Mm. So think about managerial courage, leadership courage, like there's a social courage that Wu brings. And if, and as a leader or just a person, right, anybody, just recognizing that as a way that's, that Wu can be valuable it's just a different way of looking at it. Um, yeah, there's a social courage. I I uh, I think that would be helpful for other people to yeah. know and and learn about and kind of explore as they learn more about whether you have woo or you work with people or live with people that have woo. There are people in your life that have woo. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> the, yeah. Okay. I'm appreciating that not to bring the summit all the way back up around, but uh, you know, given that 
you know, Jen and I are deliberative responsibility, <laughs> maybe a little bit more toned down than, than the two of you. That social courage to be able to, to mm-hmm. sort of pair with somebody like that from a massive event, as much as we want to go and learn and, and, you know, make connections, having somebody that can provide us almost by proxy that social courage. I think that's a, that's an awesome contribution and a, and a wonderful wrap up point. So you, you better you. believe I'll be looking for both of them when we're at the summit, like, oh my gosh, I need someone to like, help me get around this big giant room of all these people. Absolutely. Yeah. The one, the one key takeaway, the thing that I hadn't ever thought of before and Bria shared with us was that you can't woo by yourself. Um, yeah. And that it's not even just about wooing anyone it's needing those new people which i hadn't ever really thought of like that you are thriving you know like really thriving when you are meeting new people and i had never really put those two together i just thought it was like you just need anybody not not new people necessarily so i think i learned a lot about woo and your needs and and really what can can make you you guys shine in those places so i'm so thankful that you came with came to us today thank you so I, I'm going to join Jen in, in thanking you both again. Uh, you spent um, far too much time with us. I, I appreciate every minute of it. Um, yes. What you've shared here has been so instructive uh, for me. Um, so I, I thank you, um, you know, just joining, joining Jen that. Um, that is sort of the end of our show. I, I am going to encourage uh, those of you that are listening and liked uh, the information we've shared today and um, our wonderful guests that uh, if you leave a comment um, or uh, share this around so that others can benefit from the from the knowledge here, we'd also love for people to leave us comments. If you have something to add to what Cindy and Bria have, have shared with us today, uh, please do so on whatever social platforms uh, you find us. Uh, we are on ACAST and on YouTube. Um, and if you want to get in touch with our guests, um, we will leave in the show notes both the contact information for Bria and for Cindy. And of course, if you want to get in touch with Chad and I, you can find our, our uh, contact information there as well. So until next time, I'm Chad Adern from Talent Teams Consulting. Keep, uh, that's going to keep encouraging you to play to your strengths. And I'm Jen Werner of Jen Werner Coaching, encouraging you to be uniquely you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.